decide to take you from this earth today, you will have no seat. I'm not even talking about anything. If God decides to, in other words, they said to someone, prepare your heart, you will die. Do you know what he said? The heart will miss me. God, you will miss me. And I'm asking somebody, you will not die in the name of Jesus. But paraventure. God just says, I want to take this guy. Will you be missed? Do you know that guy that just came early and was consistent? Do you know when he was not here, I missed him. He was just an encouragement whenever I see him or whenever I saw him there. As simple as that. I want to say to someone again, you don't need to see the miracle before you become the miracle. This morning, I just want to talk to us about the will of God in salvation. The will of God in what? In salvation. I could go broadly and say to us that God, one of the things he did in salvation was to bring us from the kingdom of darkness into his dear light, was to make us this and give us dominion. But I don't want to go there this morning. I want to go specific. So if you look at my topic this morning, the will of God. So three, three words came out or whatever. Number one is the will. And thank God for Brother Ikwe this morning. The scripture he read us to know that it is the light of God in our spirit that can give us the, you know, the revelation of his will. So we have the will. But if we go further, we have the will of God. In other words, there could be different wills. There could be the will of man. There will be the will of the government. There could be the will of what is current in the world. And by the way, we need to thank, um, we need to appreciate Donald Trump. Is, is, is bringing North Korea and South Korea together. And very soon, the United States of America will be having a meeting with the, the, the whatever of um, North Korea. Amen. That, that, that's a good thing to mention. Amen. Not only when bad things happen. Amen. And the third thing is salvation. So the will of God in salvation. So what is the will of God? And thank God, Brother Ike showed us this morning that this thing has to be personal. Do you get what I'm saying this morning? The will of God has to be personal. And the question was that, is it good to serve God the way he ought to? And he helped us to narrow it down. You know, these doctors and professors, they know how to make things more meaningful. And I said, okay, let's stick with that. So he did not know he's helping me to preach my message this morning. I want to ask you, why are you in Power Connections this morning? Why are you in the city of Leeds this morning? I will say to anybody that cares to listen, God has brought me to the city of Leeds to preserve an altar. And that's why many times I want to pray for the city of Leeds. Why are you in power connections? Why are you in the city of Leeds? So in other words, the will of God per time, per person, is personal. In other words, I can stand here and be saying this is what God is saying for now. Another person can come and say this is what God is saying for now. And both of us will be saying different things, yet we'll be correct. Are, are you agree in agreement with that? What is the will of God? But I want to backtrack to my message. The will of God in salvation God saved you for a purpose. Have you forgotten that purpose? 
Have you forgotten that purpose? Can you be bold to say, this is what God saved me for? Or say to someone, you know, having meeting to the leaders, and one of the questions I want to ask them, what do you bring to the table? If I ask you, it's because I don't know. And if I don't know, there is a problem. You get what I'm saying? If you work with me, you are one of my lieutenants. And I'm asking you, what did you bring to the table? I'm asking you because I don't know. And because I don't know, there is a problem. God brought every one of us together on purpose. And you know what? Everything that is missing in me should be found in the people around me. And that is why I say, every man that has a weakness is not a problem. Because once you find a man that has that weakness, that weakness in you disappears. That is why if you look at Moses, Moses said to God, I agree you will send me, but I cannot talk. Look at Pastor Ralph, see the way he's talking. Use him. God said, don't worry, I will give you your brother. In other words, I don't need to heal you. I don't need to give you that speech. I don't need to give you that ability of oratory. That is what I'm saying to someone again. That miracle does not have to happen for you to be the miracle somebody else makes. Moses' mouth did not have to be opened for him to be the savior that God will use to bring them out. Are we together this morning? I said the devil is in trouble. As you are seated there, I'm sure we will get there. You are loaded. I said you are loaded. But what is the essence of a gun that is loaded that has no trigger point? Useless. If a gun is loaded but no trigger point, if you point it at me, I will be bold to stand. But if a gun is empty and it has trigger point, if you point it at me, I will speak in tongues, but yet my legs will still run. Do you get what I'm saying? Did you get what I'm saying? If I know a gun, I know it is loaded, but know how to shoot it. I will be bold a bit. Because no trigger point. But if I know a gun is empty, but it has trigger point, if you point, remember what I said, I know it's empty. One day I will tell somebody to bring a gun here. We will show you it's empty. Thank God uh, our diacon is here. Amen. It's in the ministry. Say, bring a gun. It's empty. And I will say, come, come here. Stay there. You see, people are laughing. So, that is what I'm saying to you. You are loaded. But have you located your trigger point? The will of God is salvation. He didn't save you for saving sake. He saved you for the glorifying of the body of Christ. And if he brought you here for now, he brought you here for a purpose. That is why I'm not afraid to say to people, I've got weaknesses. If you know my weaknesses, if I expose myself to you, that's just to say to you that I'm looking for someone to compliment me. And if we can not compliment ourselves, there is a problem. Praise God. So what is the will of God? The will of God is just the script that God has written. And what is the script that God has written? He has given us his word. Three things he's given us in his word. We have the written word, the spoken word, and the living word. Why do we need to go through that, that level? 
We need to go through that level because if we just stay to what is written, we will not be able to go deep. We need to move to the place where we know that it is spoken. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But we need to move to where it is spoken to the word that is living. What that is alive. In other words, look at what, what happened to, to Jonah. The Bible said Jonah was sent to go to a place. But he said, I want to go somewhere else. But listen to why he said he wanted to go to someone else. He said, I know you, God. If the people pray now, what will you do? You will change your mind. And I will not look like, I mean, I didn't say the right thing. And they will look at me as a bad prophet. It's because the spirit is not in him. If the spirit is in you, you will move from that level. From the written word to the spoken word. But you know what? The level where you live in the year of the spirit is what? The living word. In other words, as he's speaking it to you, he's so dynamic in his workings. In other words, you can go and say to someone, the Lord has said to me, in your place of work, <laughs> he is lifting you up. But as the person gets to work, they sack the person. Do you know what? You have become a fake prophet. You have what? Become a fake prophet. But if it's the living word, it makes all things work together for good. Somebody say amen. Do you understand what I'm saying this morning? Church, be alive, be alive, be alive. Do you understand what I'm saying this morning? That is what I'm saying. There must be progression. There must be advancement. Spoken word. Written word. Spoken word. Living word. The next day, they sacked him from work. Do you know what you would do as a pastor? You would say, God, if I knew, you would do like Jonah. Don't blame Jonah. Because he knows our God is a God of mercy. Because God is a God of mercy does not mean he's not a consistent God. That is why for you to walk in the spirit, or for you to walk with God effectively, you have to be in the spirit. He will tell you I've done it, yet you see it not. He said you are promoted, yet you got to walk, you were sacked. But little did you know that all things, somebody say all things, I say, somebody say, all things. Church, if you want to say it, say it. If you don't want to say it, let me know you are not saying it so that I can tell you to say it. But if you are saying it and you are not saying it properly, I don't know whether to say it to tell you not to. <laughs> Praise God, somebody. It's, uh, we, we need to be alive. We need to be alive. I, I know I'm preaching well. Amen. You don't need to tell me. No, no, no. You don't need to tell me. Amen. I know I'm preaching well. Amen. You know some pastors, they will say, oh, if you don't ginger them, you don't need to ginger me. But when I say praise God, I need you to praise God. Because if you don't follow me, you can fall asleep and I don't want you to fall asleep. Do you get what I'm saying, church? I'm preaching good, you don't need to tell me. And when I say I'm preaching good, amen. And when I say I'm preaching good, it's not what I am saying or the way I'm saying it. Is the backing that I believe that is following it. Forget it. I don't need to preach good. Praise God. I just need to release it because we have prayed. What did we pray? Say, God, we cannot do without you. We cannot do without you. We cannot do without you. Oh, Lord. We cannot do without you. We cannot do without you. We cannot do without you. Oh, you know, once you get to that level, when you know you can't do without him, 
In other words, it does not matter your output. Do you know what matters? It is your, it is the result you come with. I'm an economist by, by, you know, there's what we call increasing return to scale. In other words, your little effort could bring plenty of results. Praise God. Let's move forward now. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's move forward. The devil is always after the will of God. The devil is always after the will of God. If you go back to Genesis, where we started from, hallelujah, where we started from, Genesis chapter 2, chapter 3, what happened? God created and God put man in a place to tend it and everything, blah, 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 blah. Do you know, I, I was just thinking about it. I can't say it because I, I don't have the full revelation. Do you know one of the things, the, the tree, which tree did God say they should not eat? Is it for what? Of knowledge of good. Do you know something just dawned on me? Now that you know that what is good or bad, I feel that God redeemed us to show the people what is right. Hallelujah. That's my, that's my feeling. I just believe it. We did not know it before. So there was no need for someone to live it. But now that we know it, some people will need to live it. And that's why we live the life of the Spirit. Praise God. But the main thing there is that the devil is always after the will of God. In as much as purpose is not fulfilled, the devil is satisfied. Regardless of how busy you are. You know, one day we, the first bus we bought in Power Connections. Oh my God, I wanted to test the bus. Do you know what I did? I just put the postcode in the navi in the bus. And I started driving. I wanted to see how the power in the bus. Do you know as we were going, uh, uh, we didn't reach the place. As I just, and I was going with somebody behind me. We just stopped. Do you know what I realized? I put the wrong postcode. You know, when I was driving back, I couldn't speed again. I was just coming full speed. And I felt like it. Because somebody will now go and say, he will now be repeating. And pastor said he felt like I didn't see anything. Amen. I, I know you people. I know you people. I did not see anything. I, I just felt, do you understand what I'm saying? The devil doesn't mind how far you go in the wrong direction. That's why I said he goes after purpose. He goes after purpose. He goes after purpose. And that's why many people are succeeding in the wrong places. The devil doesn't mind. Hallelujah. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 9. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, 24 to 27. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, 24 to 27. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, 24 to 27. Do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but one receive the prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it. And everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things, that they do it to obtain a perishable crown. But we for an imperishable crown, verse 26 says, therefore I run thus, not with uncertainty, thus I fight, not as one who beats the earth, but I discipline my body and bring it to subjection. Lest when I have preached to others, I should become disqualified. The key words for me are um, verse 24, the B part, so to say, or the concluding part. He said, run in such a way 
run in such a way that you may obtain. You know, um, if you look, if you look at some of the races that they do, if you ever watch some, the first thing somebody will want to make sure is that he runs in such a way that he can obtain. In other words, he can run and be the first to cross the line, but he will not obtain. For instance, if you do a relay, there is a mark. If you don't cross the button, if you don't, if the button doesn't cross in the specific place, you know what? You are just running in vain. May you not run in vain in the name of Jesus. If you go to verse 26 also, it says, Therefore, I run thus. In other words, I've come to an understanding. I've come to realization that it is not just running that matters. But I need to run the way I run. I need to be mindful the way I run. And that is why I asked that question this morning as workers. Do you think it is important? Do you think it is necessary to serve God the way he wants to? As a worker, do you think it is necessary for you to look at yourself and look at God and say, God, is this part of the scripts? That is why we said before, knowing the will of the Father or the will of God is what the script that God has put down. For those of you in movie or industry, um, acting or whatever, you know, when you are on the stage, life is just like on the stage. You know what the director will say when you are out of the script. He will say, cut! 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 Why? Because the only one that can interpret the script is the one that wrote the script. God is the writer of your script. God is the revealer of your script. And that is why I always say to myself, because he is the way maker, he is also the way knower. That's why it's good to trust him. That's why it's good to obey him. Wherever he's leading, you will go. Even if it does not look so, one of the things I've said for long ago is that even if there are disappointment on the way, does not mean, even if there are disappointment on the way, it does not mean the way is not appointed. Praise God. So you need to run. Thus, Paul was saying. But I want to go further by saying this. You need to know why. So that you can know how. If you don't know, if you don't know why, if you don't know what, then you won't know how. And that is why I like the teaching in Bible study that we have been talking about. We have talked about joy. We have talked about um, peace. We have talked about prophecy. We have talked about this. All these things is helping us to know how to run. Praise God. When you are talking about gentleness, is a way of telling us how to run. Praise God. So you need to know why. No, you need to know what, why, so that you know how. So what has God given to you? What has God deposited into you? Then the que next question is that why has he deposited it into you? Then the next question is how to unfold what God has given you. For instance, look at Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ was born to die so that I will have the opportunity to live. Jesus Christ. He was born to die so that I will, I will have what? The opportunity to live. But one thing that is important is that you need to learn to live the life that God has called you into. You need to learn it. 
Hallelujah. John chapter 10, verse 10. Jesus Christ is just our example. I'll finish soon because I don't want to go over my time. That's one of the disciplines that we are learning. John chapter 10, verse 10. Very popular, I believe. The thief comes not except to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Look at what Jesus Christ said here. I have come that you what? You may have life and that you may have it what? More abundantly. And Jesus Christ said, I am in many places. And you know, a thought came to my mind as I was preparing this. With what is happening in the world today, even if Jesus Christ was alive, there will be somebody that will have a, a platform to criticize Jesus. Somebody will ask me, how did I know? They did it before. They just didn't do it in the platform. But if he was here now, they would do it with the platform. Like I believe, people will say, how did I know? I've said it before here. I believe if Jesus Christ was alive today, he would have a private jet. And they would just write JC on it. My God. When you see JC, my God. What is JC? Jesus Christ. So when your plane is passing, people will just say, Jesus Christ. You will think something happened. No, I just saw his plane. Praise God. Praise God. Look at what Jesus Christ said. Many times he said, I am. If he was today, they would say he's full of himself. Many times he would just say, I am, I am, I am. Let's go to the scriptures. John chapter 6, 35. John chapter 6, 35. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger. And he who believes in me shall never thirst. So Jesus Christ said, I am what? The bread of life. If you go further, John chapter 8, verse 12. John chapter 8, verse 12. Jesus spoke to them again saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but what? Have the light of life. Jesus Christ is sure of himself. I am. If you go further, John chapter 10, verse 9. I'm finishing soon. Please follow me. John chapter 10, verse 9. Look at what he says there. He says, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find what? Pasture. You're moving into fulfillment. In the name of Jesus. So, Jesus Christ says, I am the door. I am the door. I am the door. John chapter 11, 25. John eleven twenty five. Jesus Christ speaking here also. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and what? And the life. He who believes in me, though he will die, he shall live. This is Jesus Christ speaking, saying, I am. John 14, verse 6. John 14, verse 6. Jesus Christ still speaking. Look at what he says. John 14, verse 6. Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And that is why I made that bold statement I said before. And I'm going to make it again. I know some people might not believe me. If Jesus Christ can say I am, you should be able to say I am. I'm telling you, if Jesus Christ can say I am, you should be able to say I am. Like I said before, before Jesus Christ came, the way God sent us, he sent us for you to say, 
that I am sent me. But when you came in Christ, when you came to Christ, you have become I am. I'm saying it again. Be bold enough. If nothing, you should be able to say, I am the son of God. If not, if for nothing, church, choir, are you hearing me? That is what God has given us. If for nothing, you should be able to say, I am the redeemed of the Lord. My God. Do you understand what I'm saying? God has given us that liberty of I am. That's why the scripture says, as many that believe, he gave them what? He gave them power to become. You have become. Be bold enough. And until you are bold enough to say I am, you will not be able to fulfill what you are. You are a redeemer. I'm saying to you, you don't need to see the miracle to be the miracle somebody else needs. And that's the problem. That's the challenge we have. Our focus is not right. Our focus is so blocked that we focus on what is not necessary. But when focus is in place, to be honest with you, boldness will come. Boldness will come. This science wants to follow you, but you don't have boldness to go the way you ought to go. That is why when everything happens, you run back. You say, no, it is not I. Yes, you are. I said, you, are, you should bold enough to say I am. You are the one that is highly lifted and seated with Christ in glory. I am, yes. Jesus Christ said I am. Jesus Christ said I am. How many people can say I am here? Be, be bold, be bold, be bold. Be bold, be bold. Do you know what? All these things are the package of redemption. They are the package of salvation. No matter where your circumstances, everything God has said concerning you is true. Even if you can't see it now, I say you can say you are the righteousness of God. You are the one that's been lifted. You are the one that's been redeemed. In fact, you are everything the world says. Hallelujah to Jesus. I am what he says I am. Hallelujah. People might be saying what you cannot see. Even you cannot see what you are saying. But it does not matter if God says, hey, I am that I am. I am that I am. I am lifted in Christ. I am made holy in Christ. I am lifted in Christ. I am undefeated in Christ. Hallelujah to Jesus. I said, I am. Can somebody shout, I am. My God. I repeat it again. Because that miracle has not happened. Does not mean you should not go to town tomorrow. And say I am. Do you know what? When you stand like David. Do you know what? Hey, my son take care of Goliath was standing. Goliath was standing. You know what? It was messing everybody up. But when David came. He said I am have come. <laughs> Do you know what? The power of God is in you. The problem is that you will be, you will be, you, there will be resistance. They'll, they will speak back to you. There's a place here. Maybe I should read it or not because my time is, you know. When Jesus Christ said, I saw what was written concerning me. Do you know the next thing they said? <laughs> what was written concerning me? Is this not the son of Joseph? But God Almighty in Jesus knew. You might know me as the son of Joseph. But the one you see is still greater than Abraham. Labo Shekayaba. Has this seen manifestation? No. 
But God Almighty in him made him to be bold. Do you know what? They hated him. And immediately, the Bible said, they, 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 they saw him with wrath. Do you know what? When you appear, some people will just hate you. They will hate your gods. Because the devil will run after purpose. The devil will run after fulfillment of your purpose. Let's read it. Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4. I'm closing now. I'm closing now. I said the devil is a liar. The devil has lost it. When you discover you want to fulfill, the devil will be mad. And you know what? That's why I like how the devil, I mean the Bible put it. He said it's like a roaring lion. Like, like. In other words, because you are not sure. When you go this night, now I say, yeah, pastor, I've said, no, that's the wrong thing to say. If you say, pastor, I've said, no, you are not convinced. You don't need to say, pastor, I've said, go there and say, yes, I am as a right. Where the devil in this place. Do you understand what I'm saying? But when you say, the pastor said, the lion will just say, roar. <laughs> I am, that I am. Do you understand what I'm saying this morning? Because every word you say will be tested. Luke chapter 4. Let's read from verse 17. And I'll close with this. And it was under the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he opened the book, he found the place where what? Where what? Oh my God. Church, are we together? He said where it was written that what? Oh my God. Even if it's not presented, don't you have your own Bible? Church, let your heart, let your mouth be open. You have not even left church, you can't talk. When you leave church, that means you won't talk. Hallelujah. What does verse 18 says? The spirit of the Lord. verse 18. I mean verse 20, 20, 28. Go on, go on. 28. 28, 28. Wow. When somebody came with revelation that I have arrived. <laughs> I am that I am as I arrived. He said what? I have seen that which was written concerning me. He has anointed me. I am going places. Nothing can stop me. Do you know what the Bible said? Verse 28. He said the people that heard him in the synagogue. They were filled with wrath. They were filled with anger. They were filled with anger. They were upset. That wow, revelation has come. And do you know what? You cannot stop a man that has revelation. You can just delay it. That's what I'm saying. The devil is in trouble. The devil is in trouble. He said, all those in the synagogue, when they heard these things, I said, when they heard these things, were filled with wrath and rose up and thrust him out of the city. And they led him to the brow of the hill which was, which was their city was built. And they might throw him down over the cliff.
Holy Spirit of God. Holy Spirit of God. That is why we say we cannot do it on our own. Let the spirit of revelation, let it rest upon your people. Let it rest upon your people. Let it rest upon your people. In the name of Jesus. I skipped a place. They said, is this not the son of Joseph? Hallelujah. What verse is that? Hallelujah. That's verse 22. Yes. And all were bore witness to him. And marveled at the glorious watch which he proceeded out of his mouth. And they said, is this not Joseph's son? In other words, when you begin to proclaim, they begin to tell you what they know of you. But what they know of you is not the same as what God knows of you. They said, is this not Joseph's son? They might say to you, is this not the boy who is owing school fees? Is this not the boy who, who, who cannot pay me back? He cannot pay me back my hundred pounds. Is this not the son of David? Is this not the son of... Uh, uh, Do you get what I'm saying this morning? My God, I'm excited at the word. I'm excited at the word of God. I'm excited at the word of God. I said I'm excited. I'm excited at the word. They might be filled with anger. They might be filled with wrath. It does not matter. But do you know what? He said, I saw that which was written concerning me. Can you be upstanding this morning? Can you be upstanding this morning? What do you believe? That salvation has brought your way. Begin to pray for yourself this morning. Begin to pray for yourself this morning. Begin to pray. Begin to pray for yourself. Pray for yourself this morning. Pray for yourself this morning, church. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. I said, pray for yourself in the name of Jesus. Jesus Christ said, I am. I am the bread of life. I am this. I am that. I am. The question is, that, who are you this morning? Come on, begin to prophesy to yourself. Ah, prophesy to yourself. Prophesy to yourself. Say, you are the blessed of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Come on, speak to yourself. This is the year of the Spirit. The Spirit of God is taking you over. The Spirit of God is taking me over. The Spirit of God is taking me over. In the name of Jesus, there is fulfillment. There is fulfillment of that which is written concerning me. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Church, it's good to pray. I say it's good to pray. You might not look it. Does not mean you are not what the word says. Take your eyes up. They said to him, that is it not the son of Joseph? I want to beg you in the name of God. I want you to pray. And you are going to prophesy concerning yourself. One of the things I believe God put me, <laughs> the God, revelation God gave me, is natural for men. It's natural for men to be moved by what they see. But do you know what? Is it um, Exodus chapter 15 now, thereabout? When the prophet saw all those people, he did not see David. And he just wanted to anoint. But for the intervention of heaven. And do you know what God said? Man, they move by outside. 
But me, God, is what is inside. Church is a prophetic time. And you will prophesy concerning yourself. In the next one or two minutes, I will just leave here. Prophesy concerning yourself. Church, I said what? Prophesy concerning yourself. Prophesy because sometimes, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me say this. Do you know there are records to still be broken? Mommy told us about a 22-year-old girl, the, the youngest um, counselor in the United Kingdom. She's from, from where? Forget about her passport. Originally, she's from Africa. Forget about the passport you carry. There is another passport that is greater. The one that gives you access to the throne of grace. That's the one I want you to focus now. It can break every barrier. It can break every barrier. I want you to prophesy concerning yourself. Look at what happened in Ezekiel 37. He says, son of man, can these dry bones, can they live? And I like that answer. Say, God, you know it. In other words, no matter what your circumstance here, God of heaven said, son of man, prophesy. And do you know what? As he prophesied, do you know what? There was manifestation. If God be alive, if in the Old Testament there, there was manifestation. Yet today in the New Testament, there will be manifestation in the name of Jesus. But I beg you in the name of God, if I am these people playing keyboard, as you are playing, if you can't prophesy, drop keyboard, drop guitar. Amen. Son of man, prophesy. No matter what man has said is impossible. In this year of the spirit, in this year, there shall be manifestation. Power connection, come and prophesy in the name of Jesus. Power connection, prophesy, 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 prophesy. Prophesy in the name of Jesus. Prophesy. Prophesy in the name of Jesus. These dry bones, these dry bones is coming alive. It's coming alive. It's coming alive in the name of Jesus. I said this dry bones is coming alive. Speak the word this morning. Speak the word. Speak the word. They which receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign. He's made us kings and prince. We shall reign in the earth. Declare the word this morning. In the word, in the word of the king, there is power. Declare the word this morning. Declare the word this morning. The word is ninety, even the word of faith. The word is ninety, even the word of faith. For the things we see, they are temporal. But the things we, we do not see, the antenna, don't despise the word of God this morning. Speak the word this morning. Don't despise the word of God this morning. Speak the word. Lord, we thank you. We break the roof. We break the ceiling. We break the limitations.